Hey everyone, it's Carl. Before we get started, I want to let you know that I have a new podcast out called Alchemix Bar Diaries, where I tell you my thoughts that go through my brain about bartending techniques, theory, and anything to do related to the bartending world. We just started. I would love to have you come over, take a listen. The link for it is in the description of any podcast player you're listening to this to. And yeah, go check it out. Now let's get the show started. Everyone in the service industry has a story. Crazy customers, wild orders, and WTF moments. Do you want to start a tab? The podcast here to bring you those tales from behind the bar. Your voice is so smoky and sultry. Very deep. It's sexy. I have, I have a face made for radio. my name is carl i've been bartending for almost 11 years now with some stories and tales to share share with everyone yep and you are i'm riley i have less experience but a lot of fun watching him work so i have some of my own stories from the other side of the bar I have a permanent stalker <laughs> or a groupie. <laughs> um, you t- you hitched your wagon to mine. <laughs> I come sit at your bar because it's fun to watch you work. <laughs> and plus we actually get to spend time together. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only time we get to. <laughs> All right. So what we do on this podcast is find stories on the internet and read them. And we give you our opinion about the customer, the interaction to the bartender or person in the service industry because i'm feeling we'll get to servers too because we both have been servers also yes. so yes um, we would prefer to to read stories submitted to us on our reddit thread or on our social medias at do you want to start a tab yes it's long but you can find it i promise all the words are easy to spell <laughs> <laughs> yes it's not it's not like our other project alchemix bar let me spell that for you because you're not going to spell it correctly right <laughs> so do you want to start a tab at alchemix bar Double down. Yeah, we've got lots of booze downstairs. You can start me a tab. Right. All right. So we will have guests on, but for these first couple of episodes, we figured we thought we would just practice. Work out the kinks. Yeah, work it out. I like to work out the kinks with you. Oh, do you? There's a lot of kinks. Yes. Lots of kinks. Stop. Okay. All right. <laughs> so we, for, I'm going to go ahead and start this episode, and we are going to do screw the tip. All right, so this was on the Bartender Stories subreddit, and the post is by Aggressive Video 368 Another great one. <laughs> yeah, whatever. And the headline is, or the title of this is, Screw the Tip. I work in a brewery. We carry a limited selection of spirits and wine. Two uptight patrons came in picking at the limited wine list. They asked to sample a couple... They asked to sample a couple complaining the whole time. Hold on. Sorry. What we forgot to say is we are just going to read these as is and not fix the grammar issues. As, as much as I can do that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we already know I have grammar issues and this is just <laughs> two wrongs do not make a right in this scenario. <laughs> so let's start this again. I work in a brewery and we carry a limited selection of spirits and wine. Two uptight patrons came in picking at the limited wine list. They asked to sample a couple complaining the whole time as I am running back and up and down the bar during a rush. After sampling all of my white wines and complaining, they settled on the Chardonnay, the first they sampled, still shooting off snide remarks about our lack of selection. 
They mentioned going wine tasting the next day, and I mentioned they should ask to sample their best beers while at the winery. They looked at me with disdain and asked why they would do that. I said, because you just did the same thing in a brewery. Sometimes you just have to say what you want to and fuck the tip for your own satisfaction. That's phenomenal. (laughs) That is absolutely, absolutely the right thing that should be said. Was it an asshole move? Yes. Was it valid? Absolutely. I relate to this in so many levels because <laughs> it happens said that all exact the time. Thing, I'm sure. Oh yeah, I. Uh, it's like, do you know the surroundings that you came into? You came into a brewery, so you have to expect like their wine and liquor selection. If they have any they of have that, any. any is going to be <laughs> mediocre at best, and just to just it's, to satisfy that need the, the, of offering. Yeah, it's to satisfy the needs of people whose friends don't drink beer. Right. It's you had so many of so many similar stories when you worked at the brewery about people asking for a Bud Light yep. or Bush Light. It's yep. not, we're in Iowa. It's Bush Light. Yeah. And we used to not carry it because we had our own Pilsner on tap and we wanted to push that. But then we found out that we were losing large parties because that one or out of it, like a group of 10, one or two guys or females would not drink, would only drink like, let's say, Ultra or Budweiser or Bud Light. They'd only drink that and refuse to drink anything else. Like not even like just go in and drink water, you know, or like a pop. They would not come in because we wouldn't have that. So eventually we started carrying, I think, Bush Light, Bud Light and Ultra. And we would charge $5 for a, a bottle. And most people never said anything really. But when they did, when they did, like, why am I paying five dollars for this? I'm like, well, first of all, we sell our own pilsner for five dollars. That's you get four more ounces for free, and it's another percent, whole percent higher. So you're gonna get more alcohol per content, and it's our product. So we want you're at our brewery. We, we want to, you to buy our stuff. But if you do not want that, we're going to charge you the exact same price for what you want. And fucking deal with it. But I didn't tell like I didn't say it like that. I just said it really quick and just like you know what we have this. Try this. And I would before people would order or they would order a Bud Light, we would say, hey, do you want to sample our Pilsner? Mm-hmm. Just a, and sometimes like okay. And I would say about 50-50, like you know what, that's good. I'll just go with that. And others like nope, I only drink this. And, and if you only drink Bush Light, yeah, Michelob Ultra. <laughs> Right. Just, I mean, like, if that's all you drink, that's fine, whatever. But it's also like, stop putting your your single narrow request on everyone else to accommodate you. Right. Like, why? Why aren't you? I I have a hard time understanding people who aren't willing to be open to new experiences. Mm -hmm. Like, if I'm going to a brewery, I'm just not gonna go to a brewery if I'm not gonna try their beers. Right. You know, I mean, we had plenty of people that would come to the brewery when their husband or wife was uh, gluten free. Right. And they would still come and drink water or pop or some shit that, you know, right. it just it just always blew my mind. And like I said, people that bitched about the price wasn't a lot. So back to this actual story, um, you know, I I've had people like this at my bar where they go through everything. I mean, even at the hotel bar I work at. We only have like one Chardonnay, one Cab, one Malbec and stuff. And people are like, how is that? I go, it's a glass of wine. Like, and they look at me like I'm an asshole for saying that. But I'm like, I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and just describe you the wine flavor profiles. I'll let you sample it. But like, it's a solid glass of wine. It's not going to knock your socks off. 
And, you know, and somebody like, you're not doing a great job of selling. I'm like, well, we only have one. Like, you either want it or you don't. I think he said the best response he could. You Absolutely. Know? Because these women are wasting, they're, maybe they're not wasting his time, but at first, you don't. he doesn't know that, right? They just maybe don't know what they want. That's fine. And then they keep making the rude comments after they get what they want. It's like, right. what do you expect? If you don't like it, leave. Right. Like, <laughs> I didn't force you to come here. Right. You walked in here. Right. You know what I have now. So I definitely would have said something very similar to that point. The closest thing I can think of right now that I get all the time is um, people will walk in the doors and they're not even four feet inside the building in the bar I work at. They're not even at a table or the bar yet. And if we're slow and it's just me or another person, they go, how's your old fashioned? Mm-hmm. Or do you make a good old fashioned? Some variation of that, which that was going to be the name of this podcast. <laughs> and I go, it's the worst in town. And they look at me like, why would you say that? And I go, why would you ask me that question? <laughs> like, what, what, what do you want me to say? Like, yeah, you I are make you, a good one. Yeah. You want, you are, you want the answer to be, I make a good one. So why don't you just order the fucking old fashioned before and bypass this stupid question? <laughs> like, I don't get it. You just don't like people to ask questions. <laughs> so anyway, question, back to this story. Yes. <laughs> back to this story. But that's like, that's my similar, like re- statement to that, you know, and, those women probably left all pissed off saying that this is an asshole bartender, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that. But maybe the next day they went to wherever they were going to go and realized he was right. You know, mm-hmm. I guarantee one of the two probably figured out. We, they, they would never admit it. Right. But they probably felt it. Maybe they went to their husband, Steve. Man, I gave it to this kid the other day. By accident. <laughs> I didn't mean to. But and he's like, how many Chardonnays did you have before you went there, Susan? <laughs> What would you rate this story on a scale of one, which is an average experience as a bartender or bar patron, depending on the story, and to five, which is that's wild, noteworthy, not a common experience? Um, I would give this just a one. This is this happens all the time. It goes back to just customers being rude, just being subtle about it. They don't know what they're even saying or what how they don't even know how they're acting. Right. And the bartender just said, fuck it. I'm going to show you how you're acting or I'm right. going to, I'm going to be, I'm going to be snarky to you because of the situation. You might understand where I'm coming from now. Right. Yeah. I mean, actually, you know what? I'm going to go. This is a three. Right. Because if I was sitting on a stool next to these people, Mm-hmm. There's an, I can't think of a single time in memory that I saw a bartender like give it to them like that. Right. Like I see you do it a lot, but like you're a different breed. <laughs> right. But like, yeah, this bartender, I, I want to say the bartender dished it out. Right. And I like that. All right. So we have a comment here real quick in the OP reply to the comments so i haven't even read this yet so the comment was i work at a dive bar and it always cracks me up when people ask for a wine list i say we don't have one of those it's literally the best feeling so good <laughs> oh okay what wine brands do you carry whatever was the cheapest shittiest sale wine that the distributor was offering i can make a fa- fantastic cocktail though or you can drink a mick ultra and pretend to be a regular human for the night <laughs> telling people no is literally better than an orgasm at this point so satisfying <laughs> 
And I, you know what? That's so right too. So right. There's so many stories <laughs> I had that that I I love telling people no. And then the OP responded to that comment goes, "I'm actually a wine drinker and I never pull this shit. I gauge the environment I am before I order. My local dive bar will just give me a glass of something red and I will drink it and appreciate it." And see, that's what you need to do. Right. Like it's fine if you go ask for a list, like because you just never know, right? Like maybe they have something and they'll give it to you. But if they just don't offer what you're looking for, either just accept it or just get something else. Right. If I walk into a dive bar, I know that my choice of drink is not going to be available to me. Right. But a gin and lemonade will do just fine. Yeah, absolutely. All right. You ready for your story? Let's hear it. I am. So this is also from Bartender Stories subreddit, uh, submitted by (laughs) Sindustry Reg. Okay. Yes, that Sindustry Reg. It's called College Dive Bar Prick. My favorite type of story. (laughs) My favorite kind of college patron. A little background before I dive into ranting. I've been in the service industry since I was 16 years old and my dad is a chef, so the industry has been most of my life. I don't let people get to me when I'm working, nor do I blow up at customers even though they're being complete assholes. That being said, this customer had me ready to risk it all. (laughs) I'm fairly new at the bar I work at, two months, but it's a shitty dive bar and it's easy to navigate slash we don't have crazy cocktail lists since we're co- we're in a college town and everyone drinks rails or shitty drafts. Mm-hmm. Tonight I had a customer come in. I welcome him and ask for his ID since we don't have a bouncer on Tuesdays. Immediately he goes, oh, you must be new here. <laughs> As if I should know who he is. Then he proceeds to order a torched cherry lemonade, which is literally cherry rum and lemonade. And once I give it to him, he immediately gets snippy with me and tells me I made it wrong. Again, there are only two ingredients. I explained to him that I made it exactly how I was told, and he starts to raise his tone and argue with me. I didn't want to argue, and I tried to diffuse the argument by getting the other bartender on and made sure that I made the drink right. I did. We explained that to him, and he makes a scene about how the drink is usually red when he orders it and blah, blah, blah. I offered to add grenadine or cherry juice to it if he'd like, and he just scoffs. I was beyond annoyed at this point. Then I proceeded to tell him that I was trained in by the longest standing bartender at the bar and he flips his shit i've been coming here for two years and i know her she never would have taught you to make it like that keep in mind i have known said bartender for a while and it was her who got me the job (laughs) (laughs) at this point i just lost it and told him if he didn't like the way we were taught he could order something else and just walked away from him why is it that people who believe themselves as regulars act like such assholes I couldn't let it go and I texted the bartender he claimed to know and she had no idea who he was and the other girl working almost told him to get the fuck out of the bar so he's just an arrogant prick. <laughs> Why? Why? Why are those people so common? <laughs> the entitlement, man. It's like you're only yeah. spending probably like less than 50 bucks anyways when you're that there. That drink is no more than $4. What was it again? It's a uh, cherry rum and lemonade. And you're oh. in a college town. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's spending you're, less than $20 Yeah, there. and it's it's in a cup like this. It, he's, and he's not tipping shit. You know no. he's not tipping shit. Yeah, just... But, yeah, going through that, it's just... She handled it as best as you pro- humanly possibly can at that yeah. point, you know? Like, like, I I offered you to remake it. I offered you to try this. I reached out to the people that trained me. Right. Like, there's nothing else more that she could have done to help this guy either... 
he got fired or like broken up with like earlier that <laughs> yeah. day and and it just sucks that everyone wants to take out their anger on the bartender the guy the person that's sitting there trying to help you right get through whatever shit you're going through and you're just laying in them right well and this guy strikes me as like the guy who's just a dick to the new people mm-hmm. because like she said she had just started there right it, she'd been there for two months he he obviously would have seen her if he was a regular but that's just me right if she'd been working there for two months right he no he wanted to pick on the new person he wanted to make her feel bad and that was his whole goal in the situation like people like that just want to make you feel bad right and i hate that definitely does suck like yeah, I don't know. It's like, is he already trying to push his limits to it to like see how far she'll go? You know, like, is she trying? Is he trying to like do this to get a reaction out of her, and like or get is, that? Or is he trying to offer her? Or is he trying to get free drinks out of her? Right. That, That's yeah. guaranteed what he's yeah. trying to do. Yeah. It's also funny. Like, I called a regular bartender, and they have no idea who that is. It's like right. either he could be a regular, and you just don't know. Like, or what? I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. But people say, like, this is my second time here. It makes him a regular, too. It's like, no, motherfucker. Like, it's your second time. No, you're here at least twice a month if you're a regular. <laughs> right. Yeah, it is. De- the I bartenders mean, have to know your face and generally have an idea of what you usually drink for you to be considered a regular. Right. Yeah, exactly. Just don't treat your bartenders like shit. Or anyone in the service industry like shit. Don't like, tre- well, don't treat anybody like shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> let's, let's go there. But especially people who can fuck with your food or your drinks. <laughs> I mean, we've all seen waiting. If you haven't. We have pause this motherfucker and go back and watch it right now <laughs> right like don't give her a hard time man it's her second it's her second month she's, still, she's telling you this is what i learned and she like it she sounds like she knows her stuff like she, mm-hmm. and it, it's a, it's a roman lemonade right it's it, that's all it is it's a roman lemonade at that point you wonder did he order did he order the wrong thing right what if he's just in the wrong fucking bar what if the bar he usually goes to is like right next door and he's always drunk when he goes mm-hmm. there, so he has no idea where... Well, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. You'd have to... Or what if he's so drunk right now, he just doesn't know he's in the wrong bar? I mean, that's highly unlikely, but it'd be fucking funny if it no. was like that. <laughs> that would be sad. I mean, yes, that would be sad <laughs> on on because the way you treat these people, like, you know... Right. But No, like, this guy just generally wants to feel powerful. Mm-hmm. He, he wants to feel like a man, and he wants to berate people because it makes him feel good. Right. Maybe he just started earning less money than his wife started earning. <laughs> now he has to be the bitch and go grocery shopping. God forbid. God forbid. <laughs> oh god. I'll get the story too because I because first of all the guy's a super big asshole, you know, yeah. for no no reason at all. Right. And just not accepting what this bartender's doing. This bartender is going out of her way mm-hmm. to make this situation right. Right. And she's handling it like a champ. Yes. Like some people after that third time, I'd been like, dude, then I don't know what the fuck else to tell you. Get the fuck out. Yeah. When you're new, you don't go down that road, right? Like if you're new at a bar for the first six months, right. you kind of just, you want to make everyone happy. You want to do the right thing mm-hmm. all the time. Then once you're in there and you've been slaughtered and you're just like, fuck off. I don't yeah. have time for this shit. Yeah. As a, as a woman who's been a bartender, I'm going to say this is a lot more common than probably for you yeah so i'm gonna go this is a 1.8 because the bartender held her own even though she was new right you're just saying women get pushed picked on more in oh in this environment well men feel like they can be powerful and just treat you like you know nothing because you're a woman right and i had that so many times when i was a server 
It was it was so dumb. But yeah, there we go. There's our two stories for today. Mm-hmm. Let us know what you think. Follow us on. Do you want to start a tab on Red? On we have a subreddit. You'll find the link in the notes or in whatever platform you're listening this to. Yep. We have Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a story on one of those platforms, and we will read it and dissect it. Yes. And not offer put it back our, together. Offer our commentary. <laughs> I think today we learned that people are going to be assholes. That's that's what we took away from I'm this. pretty sure that's going to be what almost every podcast episode <laughs> yeah. is going to be. Like, well, dude, don't to be. Th- today we learned don't manipulate your bartenders into serving you more and then try to drive home. That's all we learned. That was episode one. This is episode two. What? Oh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> Just... Cut and paste that for the last one. <laughs> oh, no, we're keeping this in. <laughs> we're doing a lot of back-to-back episodes to keep bust these out. Yes, you know? try, to so. get a lo- try to get a log started so we can right start producing. So, yeah, yeah go ahead and check this out. We hope you sub- subscribe. subscribe. Follow, do whatever podcast platform tells you to yeah. do. And if you enjoy this, obviously give us a rating of whatever you want. We prefer the higher end rating give us a five (laughs) unlike the stories that we're giving today yes (laughs) but (laughs) and that's it bye bye